What's up, what's up, my highness queens? We are back with another blunt-ass episode of Bluntly Black Girls. Um, this episode is a lost <laughs> episode um, that I had finally come to terms with the fact that it may just never get released because technology is the devil and it was working against me during the recording and after the recording. And so, you know, I got to the point where I was finally just like, hey, maybe this is just not meant to be. But then I said, no, 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 no. It would not have happened if it was not meant to be. So we put, we, we, I figured out some shit and I got it to work. All right. And so because I put all this time and effort, and when I say time and effort, I mean months, y'all. Like this episode was recorded, I think, in September, October. One of those. It's been a minute. The point is, it's been a minute. So if you hear some references, to some things that don't necessarily make sense for the time. Just remember, this was ordered, uh, uh, recorded a, f- months, a few months ago. Um, but it was, it, I, we put all this work and it was amazing. I love the, the episode. I love my guest. My girl Smoking Jelly came through and I just had to release it. Like we got it to work. So it just, it was, it was meant to be. Um, so yeah. This is the episode with my girl Smoking Jelly. She is in D.C., but she's originally from Ohio. Just a really dope, creative, um, multimedia creative that just does literally everything with media. Um, and she came through. She sparked one with me. And we talked about, like, everything and nothing at the same time. Like, we just kind of let the weed take us wherever the conversation went. And that's where we went. And it was dope. And that's fine because, you know, sometimes that's what the smoke session is. It's just sitting back and seeing, like, where it goes. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's definitely been a labor of love. And, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Comment, rate, subscribe, of course, all that stuff that I tell you every single time. Do that. And uh, let's get into this uh, smoke session. So let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl, Highness Queens. Her name is Jelly, but she goes by Smoking Jelly on Instagram. S-M-O-K-I-N, no G, no G's. Uh, Jelly, J-E-L-L-I on Instagram. How are you, Jelly? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. We've had our technical difficulties and now we are past that. We are in a good place now. Yes, we are. <laughs> so I am doing good. I am happy. And I am happy. That's what's up. Me too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm slightly, slightly lifted, right. elevated. Right. Yeah. In a nice little, like, in between the clouds, like, not the real, real hot clouds where you can't even think straight clouds, but, like, still right. coherent clouds. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes Right now. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like we're in the same, same spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So... Tell us about yourself and about your brand. I learned some very interesting things when I asked I asked this question, so I'm very excited for you to share it with the peoples. <laughs> so I'm not gonna read it like as I wrote it. Yeah. Um, but um, so basically, smoking jelly. Um, I'm um from Ohio, live in D.C. Shout out. Um my state but the city I was living in at the time 
jelly was was just good smoke. That's what we called it in the basically the circle I was running in. So um, having a background in media, like I always wanted to get back into the game. I was a young mom, though, young single mom, matter of fact, didn't really know much about much, but um, <laughs> cannabis was, you know, uh, medicine at the time. I didn't know it was medicine at the time in that way. And um, it kind of gave birth to the idea of um, wanting to be a a hip hop documentary. And is that a word? Hold mm-hmm. up. Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. So um, I set out to, you know, find people that basically it started out on first, honestly, as custom cars. And then the hip hop culture thing kind of made it a full circle documentary um, because I was going to the car shows and people, artists were giving me their music at car shows. So it's me, my camera, and my two two little kids at the time in tow at these car shows getting this music. And um, I remember one day coming home and just looking at my footage and looking at all the CDs that I had collected, all the mixtapes and stuff. Some of them I had listened to, most of them I hadn't. I could tell they were, uh, nope. So I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this. And I created a documentary and then another one. Um, I created seven total. Um, Six of them were released. So um, I started a TV show. I probably should have just read this off the paper because you know what? I was sober. (laughs) semi-sober I told you I I told you I'm realizing don't get me wrong like I'm up to the challenge but I am realizing how hard it is to stay coherent when you're high (laughs) and on like on task like I'm all over the place like (laughs) then my brain is having all these flashbacks just thinking back to you're triggering memories when you're talking about it and then I'm like, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I get it. So, I feel it. This is great. But so long story, try to make it shorter. Um, <laughs> I went from making documentaries to being on TV. Because at some point I was like, yo, I'm meeting all these music professionals. Like I had been on MTV2 at the time. This is 50.com. Not to name drop, but I had worked with some professionals in the industry and kind of had amassed some knowledge. And I was like, yo, if independent artists knew this, maybe they could step their game up. So I took to... um, to TV, to broadcast TV. And I had a show um, in a few different cities, um, ran for about three years, and it was just really focused on independent artists, like how to find a manager, um, what 360 deals were, um, the benefit of having a DJ, belonging to a DJ pool. Like there was no topic that I felt like was too big or too small for me to be able to educate these independent artists on as I was learning stuff too. And um, 
Yeah, like I said, I ran like that for about three years, and then my kids went to high school, and I was a single mom of two high schoolers, two years apart, and I was like, yeah, I need to be a little bit more focused. (laughs) 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 That and um, high schoolers cost. So um, I also went back to corporate America. So in a lot of ways, it was like a dream deferred because the bottom line was, um, you know, media was that I was back in the media industry because I've been in in media since a kid, radio and TV broadcasting since a kid. So that was like, that was like my big picture. But, you know, um, I feel like what gave me the kind of the gumption or whatever you want to call it to just go for it all was definitely intense blunt sex- sessions where I was just like contemplating and like planning out everything that I wanted that I saw that was pretty much within my reach at that time. Cause when you a single mom <laughs> living in square ass Ohio, it's not a whole lot in your reach. Right. But, um, you know, make it, make it happen. And, um, you know, I moved us down to North Carolina. My family was like, what the hell? I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm going to see y'all later. And that's where I started my first TV show. And nobody was like, what the hell after that? They were like, oh, okay. So where are you going next? Mm-hmm. So do I miss it? Hell Yeah. Um, being back in the corporate world for like five or six years, though, sucked a lot out of me. Mm. And then, you know, um, so I, the pandemic has, I don't want to say benefited because there's nothing good about this. Um, but it has put me in a space where I can reflect more on on what do I want? Mm-hmm. You know, I was supposed to turn 40 in February and then uh, Rona happened. So I get that birthday over. But see, I told you, I am not yeah. my age. I am same age I was last year. So I am still 30. Is, it's almost like I'm 20 again. That's what everyone told me like when I started panicking about turning 30 when I was like 28 and all of my um friends who are older they're like in their 40s they're like you think your 30s like really it's your 40s like your 40s are when you like really hit your stride if you'll feel like you're in your 20s again it's like you get it's like your second wind of life it's it's so second wind and it's even like how my brain processes shit now. Mm. Excuse me, stuff. Can I cuss you? Oh yeah, girl. Please. Okay. <laughs> um just that, you know, that time, that patience, that factor of let me let me think this through. Let me think this through again that I did not have when I was 30, when I was 20. It's different now. Um it's almost like 20 is drunk driving and 
40 is, I'm going to get an Uber. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> like, I just, so, we, we make, we still have fun, but we make better choices. Exactly. That's, like, because I'm not, I, I'm, I refuse to grow up for what? That's a trap. I've seen people grow up before, and hell no. Corporate America sucked enough out of me. I'm damn sure not growing up. Yeah. But, you good? Look, <laughs> I'm over here, and ain't nothing else over there, but there's noises. <laughs> so, I was like, well, what's happening over there? Who is it? <laughs> and the All door's right. back behind me this way. Like, so... What's going on over there? <laughs> it's, we're going to say it's the wind. That's what I'm going to feel. Oh, I'm, yeah. that's, of course. That's what it has so to be. Because anything else would, would make my mind go crazy. So we're just going to say it's the wind and that's what it's going to be. Or it could be like the energy because high voltage. There you go. That high voltage has <laughs> got shit moving around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we crashing into nets and things. Like, so. shit. Got shit moving around. <laughs> Cause that's hilarious though. Cause I thought I was like covert with it. I was like, oh, she won't notice. And you stopped, and I was like, shit, I think she noticed. Look, no, cause I gotta check in. I gotta check in just in case. So right. I can be like, hey, where is y'all? I don't know where she at, but y'all better find her. Look, find the high voltage, and that's where she's at. <laughs> I'm on the Google Meet now. <laughs> the Google Meet. I was like, what the fuck? They're going to be oh like, what gosh. the hell is the Google Meet? <laughs> you know the Googles, damn it. Come on, woman. They'd be like, well, where is she at, ma'am? In California. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> we cannot help so you here. Cool. I think I saw, like, I watch a lot of uh, crime TV shows, and I think I saw that on an episode of, like, CSI one time. Like, somebody was, oh, like, um, it was, like, a virtual DJ, and then, like, somebody comes in the house and shoots her in the back of the head. <gasps> yeah. But one of the CSI guys was watching, so luckily he saw the whole thing, and so he was able to oh. solve the case. Well, shit, we need some CSI for you. Right? Look. <laughs> because, you know what? That should actually probably be, like, protocol now. Since everything is, like, from the crib or, like, digital or whatever. Like, we need a guide, like, an emergency guide. Mm -hmm. What to do if. Right, because who do you call? Ghostbusters. Besides them. Right, because look, I was about to call Ghostbusters because I'm like, what the fuck is moving over there? Ain't nothing over there. I don't want to say stage, <laughs> but I don't look. You know, I, look, we need all the stage. When you said ain't nothing over there, I'm like, okay, that ain't good. That no, right, <laughs> which is worse, something being over there is not the nothing being over there because I definitely heard something. Oh, okay, man. See, this is what the problem is. This is what the problem is with working where you sleep. Now, I'm over here freaked out, and I still got to go sleep over there. 
I know about that life. Yeah. But I'm, that's okay. I got to go back to my mom's house after this. So I'm going to light some incense and, you know, open some windows. And once I get back, whatever it is, better be gone. You got to go. Right. Like, you got to go. I'm going to give you your time to get out. <laughs> but just make sure you get out. <laughs> yes, yes. Very much so. <laughs> what, were, what were we even talking about? Um, I, listen. <laughs> See? That's... Oh, we was talking about, I love your, um, your, uh, constellations. Too. Oh, thank you. I get so many compliments on this thing. I got it from right. Amazon for like $12, girl. Nice. And that's I was, dope. So I am, um, I don't know if I'm huge into astrology, but, um, mm -hmm. When I was younger, I really was into astrology, and it kind of waned off as I got older. But um, I love everything about like looking up at the sky and the stars and stuff. And so when I got it, I thought it had like the astrological signs on it, but it's not. It's just some other. Is it the scientific names? Some other stuff. No, it's not even the. Oh. Like I don't think any of them are ones that I would actually recognize. But, I mean, it's fine. From afar, I, I can just imagine. Like yeah. And, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. We don't even know how big that mug truly is. So, right. And you know you what? Know, Truth be told. section of it that's like, look, we're going to give y'all this section because y'all don't even know about this. Right. I keep telling the people that the aliens are coming. They're going to be able to draw. Huh? What if we the aliens? No, I think the aliens are already here and they have uh, definitely inhabited the bodies of quite a few folks. But uh, I just want them to know that I'm I'm a good person. <laughs> like, you look, we'll smoke together. Like, I'll get you high and we'll talk about some shit. Like, the aliens can come on the show. That would be high as shit. Yeah. Literally. It'd be dope. But, okay, so here's the question. I know I normally do my random ass questions, but whatever, I got one for you. So if you uh -huh. could smoke with an alien, what would you talk about? It like, depends. What would you is ask them? Is this a them? peaceful alien or... He high as fuck. He, 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 he peaceful as shit. He's he high as... Yeah. What would you ask him? I would ask him why the fuck he came here. Ugh. I would I would ask him if we could go to Pluto. We can. Yeah. Like let's like like let's take a trip. I'll bring the weed, you get the munchies, and let's just drive. And let if well if that's the case, cause they probably got like super fast fucking spaceships mm -hmm. and shit. Mm hmm So you right. Pluto, that's the outer limit. So let's let's go to interstellar space. Shit. We we won't go that far. We might as well take a long let's drive. Go to the next yeah, because yeah. that shit probably get us there super fast, mm -hmm. and we're gonna be smoking, and we got the snacks. They probably know how to do all that zero gravity shit. They probably don't even need like all the space helmets and mm -mm. stuff. We probably gonna be in there chilling. Yep, I would. I would ask them. You know that they know the secrets of the universe. Because they're in the, like, they can see the universe. So, yeah. you know they know. So, I would ask them what they were. 
what they were. Yeah, what the secrets of the universe were. Because I'm sure that right. could those are gonna be some long ass fucking conversations. They got a lot of information to give. Yeah. It might blow your mind like in a whole nother Definitely. Way. We gonna be blowed. And you're like the little emoji where his mind is blowing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Then you got the two brain emojis behind it. <laughs> You feel me? Like, it's gonna be like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, uh, you seen the fifth element? Of course. Lilu, <laughs> when she was at the princess, uh, uh, Pope's or whatever, and she was on the computer learning. She was She's learning like, karate. And <laughs> she was just learning, like, just taking stuff in, like, yep. mm-hmm. learning karate and stuff. Downloading shit. Like Down a computer. Low. Yeah. Get it to ourselves. Yeah, because if it's not the aliens, it's going to be the robots. I can definitely see that. I don't like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer the aliens to the robots. You know, because I just... Pretty much. I feel, I feel like, like aliens... AI, like, this shit trying to get too smart because... That's what it's programmed to do. Like, it's programmed to make, you know, basically not decisions, but make their next actions based off of learning the actions from a human being. So, nah, because one day you're going to try and rise up and I'm going to have to let you know. Like, mm -mm, (laughs) I'm going to put you in a tub of water. (laughs) With no rice. With no rice. (laughs) Make that clear. I just like, feel like remember, uh, I Robot. I never nah, watched that. Bro. Yeah, that that was too much. And then I just wrapped up a contract with a tech company <laughs> at their headquarters, and I'm still under my NDA, so I can't all the way talk about it. But nah, I don't fuck with them. Uh, Google Homes and Alexas and things. Your phone's always listening to you. If nothing else, yeah, your phone true. is always listening to you. But I'm limit how many is in my house. Because <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they not finna rise up on me, Jazz. No, they not finna. <laughs> I feel like aliens are like more chilled and laid back, whereas robots are always aggressive. Like, I just feel like they'd be very aggressive. And, you know, I don't need that type of energy around me. Right, I don't need that type of energy. So I'd much rather just, you know, let the aliens take over and, you know, smoke them out. And then they tell us some shit and then we learn from it. And then, you know, we keep moving on with life. But if the robots come, they're just, they're going to, it's going to be bad. Yeah, they're just, they're way too aggressive. They're always bossy. Yeah. Trying to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I don't even like what my mom tell me what to do. And I gotta listen to her. You ain't even been around long enough on right. this earth to try to tell me what to do. Right. Phone. We invented you. I probably you. better be quiet though, cause it's the phone's gonna be the first thing I that attack a, you. You look and I got a pixel, so I know this much. <laughs> This mug will turn, just turn on. Like, it's your Google assistant, bitch. Why? Wow. No. Every phone I get, the first thing I do is turn Siri off. 
Like, and I know that doesn't help, but there was, I remember when I first switched over to iPhone and then they, it had Siri and I would say, oh yeah, Siri something. And I was just like in conversation. And then all of a sudden this bitch talking to me. I don't like that. Like, mm-mm. don't be making noises when I don't tell you to make noises. Right. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't like and it. then have an attitude when I be like, yo, did nobody? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's not a so good Um. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think we were talking about smoking jelly. So, like, tell us what smoking... You gave us the background, how we got mm-hmm. here, uh, your creativeness plus your media experience getting back to your roots throwing in your sprinkle a little cannabis on top of there and right nice yep mm-hmm, just like that sprinkle yep sprinkle there you go oh shit she brings that bringing out the bay area from dc i love it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's where i'm i'm in san jose so that's like oh, okay the, yeah i'm in the bay so that's like the perfect reference for me <laughs> that's what's up i mean i grew up on i went to high school in the 90s I graduated in 98. So uh, I was eight. All I know is not even Biggie and Pac. Like, I started out listening to Quick when I was like <laughs> eighth grade, I think. When I was like technically allowed to, right. well, you know, without, without getting all the way caught. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Too Short did not get listened to in the house. I was not finna make that fatal error. Um, but yeah, so by the time I came around the E40, E40 Fonzo, really? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Who is this? Wait, what did he say? And I remember when his dictionary came out, like his mall liquor. Man. Slur came. Like, for slurricane, like before we even knew anything about hyphy, when it was just let me tell girl. you, like hyphy, that was my childhood or my my formative years was the hyphy movie, okay. and like middle school, high school, and so we had all the drinks, and so we were like we were like the the kids of that era you're talking about, and uh, nothing like it. It made me so like growing up in that era, like the hyphen movement made me so proud to be from the Bay. I bet. I bet. So proud. Like even still to this day, like it's one of the cultures in, you know, one of the the arms or whatever you want to call it of hip hop that I will forever have respect for. Number one, because of what it was birthed from. Like hyphen, like that's straight creative juice. Straight creative juice. Let me tell you, and the and the the hyphy juice did get you jumping around and getting hyphy and creative and all that type of shit. That shit was like, mm-hmm. like then I learned straight how, sugar. I learned about pumping, and I was like, wait a minute, what? What did he just do? Because mm-hmm. I've been dancing long as I remember walking. Dance is still a daily part of. It's my workout routine, even. Like, dances. And it's how I embarrass my kids in the store. You know, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't know. I just identify um, with a lot in Cali. I identify with a lot from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously my own state. Um, Living here in D.C. and no disrespect to any uh, Washingtonians, Virginians, Marylanders. Yeah, that's a word. Um, You did way better than I would have. Because I was like, how's she going to do that one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I was very I've interested to see how that turned out. <laughs> I've never gotten into mambo sauce. I've never gotten into, into what? Mambo sauce. I have no idea mambo, what that is. Well, mambo sauce. Mambo, mambo. However you want to say it. It's sweet and sour and hot sauce or sweet and sour and ketchup. I guess it depends on where you go, where you get it from. If you get it from the curry out, and that's exactly how you're supposed to say it in D.C. Curry out. Oh. Ain't no A in it. It's no A there. Then you get, it's, I think it's usually sweet and sour and hot sauce. But if you get it from the hood spot... Is sweet and sour and ketchup. Mm. I think don't all the way quote me on it because, like I said, I don't. That's I don't. I don't. I don't do curry outs. So sweet, sour, and hot sauce sounds like this like sweet chili, sweet Asian chili sauce that we like that I use on stuff out here. But the ketchup, I don't know that I, I could do that. And I so, like ketchup. I don't know. And I'm and I'm not big on seafood either. Oh, in Maryland, this area is huge for crabs, Maryland crabs. Blue, I think it's blue crab. Yeah, it's blue crab. I That's love not right. seafood. So I my dad's here. I've got aunts here. I moved out here from Ohio when I was like little, little. So, you know, I've got family here, I've got people here, but yeah. I just work and live. <laughs> See, that's why we need 2020 is Stay in my that. creative bubble. Yeah, and we oh, need vacations. Oh, Jasmine wants to Google me like right. <laughs> that's why everyone needs a a vacation. It's vacation time. We need to get out of these houses and go somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think we're definitely gonna have to see about doing that like Building a little community and having um, a Corona is over getaway. I'm gonna need about four Coronas is over getaways. Um, <sighs> the plan after this is just to go. Um, there's no stopping. There's no. You know what? I think I'm gonna do that next month. You know, I'm gonna do that now. Right. I'm gonna do that right now right. because a pandemic happened in 2020 and I couldn't do it right now so i will never take my time for granted again after this yes that is very true all those things that we were like oh this is going to do in 2020 because i think about it all the time like at the end of 2019 everybody was like and i mean normally you get that every year like where people are like oh this next year is going to be my year or whatever right but 2020 i feel like it was in overdrive just because of like the symbolicness symbolic hood symbolism there you go the symbolism i knew i'd get there eventually of 2020 
And mm. so I feel like like those sentiments were in overdrive at the end of last year. And thinking back to December 2019 and to now, <laughs> no one, no one could have ever imagined it would ever be what it is now. Like, Ever. They always say a difference a year, the, the difference a year can make. Like, motherfucker. Like, my gosh. Not even a year. Not, Not even. even a year. Like, this we were year only really has been like 10 years. We were only, really, when shit got shut down out here, we were only three months in. And even still, February was very iffy. Very iffy. <laughs> like, so really, a month and a half, like, look, to be February, real. Look. We came back the day after my birthday, February 25th. The next day, they announced that some flight attendant Mm-mm. at LAX had the rotus. I know, I missed the beach. It's like I left like 15 years of stress mm-hmm. at the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, I even made a video of me saying that. Like, I feel like the stress is literally just washing away with the waves, just just washing away. Mm -hmm. And then it was crazy because, um, because my son was saying that, um, because I got a pinched nerve and some shit with my arm. And it's really like my nerves from being stressed out Mm -hmm. from work. And my son was saying that, like, mom, when we get you to the beach, you're going to be straight. You're going to be straight. I was like, I know, I know, I know. Got there, got home, stress started coming back. And they were like, yeah, um, studies show if you live like within so many miles of the beach or you go to the beach on a regular basis, you can add like 15 years to your fucking life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going a little bit. I think it was my brother who told me like when I used to talk about moving out of California and he was like, do you know that they've literally done studies on um, people's mental health in other states, it, like in all the states? And that, you know, not to say that people in California don't have issues or anything like that. Obviously, right. wherever you are, you can have issues. But right. people tend to be happier and healthier in California just because mm-hmm. of the sunshine, of because of the beach and like the laid backness of California. Um, yep. And he's like, like, there's literally people dying out here to live in California. Yes. Like, you would be crazy to leave. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, the older I'll I get, the more I realize that I don't think I want to leave California. But I definitely want to go visit some places. So. Oh, for sure. And I don't think, like, Cali is my last destination <laughs> or my last spot. I've lived in other states before. So, you know, who's to say that? But I do plan on spending a substantial amount of um, my 40s there. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thinking about northern Jamaica after that. Ooh. I love Jamaica. We went to Jamaica. I went to Jamaica for my 18th birthday. And then I think my 25th birthday or something like that. Uh, amazing. Uh, just just yeah. amazing. Yeah. So... But I've got some other plans associated and intertwined with those, you know, and it's not just like a blind destination. There's, you know, reason and intention behind it. So it's going to take work. 
something tells me that one of those reasons is probably cannabis. Just, you know, I've heard some things about cannabis in California, but you know, I just just throwing around <laughs> ideas, you know, just I seeing mean, what sticks to the wall here. Like, come on, like that and the beach. Let me tell you, I don't. There I don't is, think there. I don't think you can ask. There's almost like I I have not experienced anything as great as or more relaxing than laying on a beach listening to waves at sunset while I have a blunt in my hand. Like, let me tell you, the the complete wholeness, the complete peacefulness, the complete like just one with oneselfness that you feel in that exact moment is like nothing else in the world. Like, oh. You know, the other thing too that I got, um, cause like the first few times I came out there, um, I wasn't on my own. I was working for somebody. So I didn't have like that luxury of freedom to go and do as I wanted to. So this last time it was like, oh yeah, this is all about me. And it's my birthday. <laughs> hmm. Go turn so, that. Um, right. Um, shit. I forgot. See? Well, shit. I'm just happy it was you and not me this time. The last few times it's been me. So <laughs> I still take this That's as a crazy. victory. Because, sure. yes. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. It's hilarious. Yeah, I don't remember, but um, at any rate... Oh, okay. You were saying uh, the oneness you felt. Yes. I have never felt so insignificant in the world than standing on that beach and looking out into an ocean that I realized extends beyond my eyesight Mm -hmm. like that's I took that away like that was the main exactly and that was like the main mental picture that I brought back with me on this trip so immediately when I got back to DC and it's like skyscrapers everywhere and there's like there's parks, but there's not like parks and there's not mountains and there's not scenery and there's not air and there's not, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a city girl, but I don't think if, if I didn't live close enough to the beach to be able to just get up and go and be there in the, in 30 minutes, like I wouldn't be able to handle being in the city. If that makes sense. For sure. And like, that's what yeah. I'm kind of getting. Like the city can be claustrophobic. It can be yeah. uh, just tight. And yeah. going to the beach is just like, it's just space. It breath. is. And it's then like, like even New York, it was like, I still Ooh. felt when I go to the beach in New York, like I still feel like, I feel like I'm at the beach in New York. (laughs) Like there's, you know, there's really like no distinction between the beach and the city to me. Like Mm -hmm. the same smells are there, the same sounds, like there's no space still. And then there's broken glass everywhere. Mm. 
if it ain't about the money, people just don't care. I'm sorry, hip hop reference. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, it, it's me and um a couple of my coworkers were going to the beach like every week for like a month. And it was so amazing because we, none of us were working at, at the time. Um, so it was so amazing to be able to get to the beach. And it really made me fall in love with being out there. And now I haven't been able to go in about a month. And so I feel like I'm getting a little stir crazy. Because um, I also don't like to go on the weekends. We would always go on a Friday because we weren't working. Um, and so there's a lot less people. You have plenty of you know space to yourself. There's not a lot of traffic getting there. And so now that we're all working again, trying to go during a weekday is just not it. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be around people because the beaches get packed on the weekend. <laughs> but I mean, and even now, actually, it's right. And even now, because of the fires and everything, it's so smoky outside that there's no point in going to the beach. You're literally just sitting in smoke and ash. That's crazy. Oh. I've been seeing videos of that. Like, girl, this. So every year it has progressively gotten worse. The fires, because you know we have our fire season now every year, and I personally don't remember like growing up and having a fire, quote unquote, fire season to the point that we do now. So this is still like feels relatively new to me. Um, but every year it has gotten so much worse and my birthday was actually the night of the lightning storm. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw that. So I was out on my balcony, um, smoking a blunt, obviously three o'clock in the morning on my birthday. And then I seen like a, a flash <laughs> to my left and I was like, huh, what's that? And I was like, oh, it must be fireworks or whatever downtown because they're always popping off fucking fireworks downtown. No matter what fucking time of the year it is, they're always <laughs> popping off some motherfucking fireworks downtown. And oh, I just don't understand. I just don't they understand. Off fireworks last night. I said, who the fuck is this for fireworks? Right. And then, for why? For what? For why? <laughs> and then we, I'm still hearing fireworks. We are in the middle of a fucking fire season we are literally our world is on fire right now i almost had to evacuate my house a week ago and y'all are still popping off motherfucking fireworks fireworks. i'm so sick people go ahead with that bullshit but i digress anyway so yeah my birthday was the night and i'm like oh what's that must be fireworks whatever and then all of a sudden i seen one like directly in front of my house and i was like oh shit like that was kind of close. <laughs> like, like, cause we've, we get lightning, but we never, I have never seen lightning like that. Like, and I've never seen it that close. And then, and for the first couple of hours, it was just lightning. There was no thunder. Like I, it was completely silent. And oh shit, they normally don't last. Like this went on for hours. Like I went to sleep. I was up. It started at three. I went to sleep probably around five. And then I woke up at, 7 30 ish and they were still going daylight was out and you could still see lightning what the f- yeah shit was crazy and what have we done to our planet i was like they are mad the world is mad 
Um, and so now that was, and my birthday is August 16th. So that's, that was the morning of the fires. These Her fires are still going 14. almost a month later. Oh shit! And it's gotten so bad. Like, you, like you said, you've seen the pictures. Like, I walked out of my house the other day. The sky was completely orange. You can barely mm-hmm. see in front of your face. Like, it, it, insane. I can barely go outside because, like I said, I got asthma. I can't be breathing all this air in. I already smoke mm-hmm. weed. It's bad enough. You gotta wear a mask on a mask. Right. It's it's what crazy. It's crazy. The world is literally burning. Well, my baby's birthday is August 14th. Who? My baby, my youngest. Yes, another Leo. See, that's why we vibe, because you know how to deal with me. (laughs) I'm a Leo rising, too. Oh, yeah. I'm a Pisces with a Leo rising, so, and that's my, like, that's my buddy. That's my, I didn't talk to him out of moving to New York, because he was going to move to New York and take up the scholarship he got and i was like you might as well move cali with me so he's gonna move to cali with me look new york is um over yeah look i don't have anything against new york or new york people but i personally have no desire to ever visit new york only because i am too claustrophobic and there's too many people and things in too small of a space. Like, it's too much. I would literally it have is. a panic attack on every fucking corner. And I fuck with New York. Like, I'm going to be honest. I fuck with New York heavy. Um, it's some women from Brooklyn, live in Brooklyn, um, that I consider sisters. So, like, New York... Harlem, I have friends in Harlem. There are places and people in New York that hold, you know, a special place in my heart. But um, I don't know what is going on um, society-wise in New York. Like, New York scares me because it feels like it's always just like a tumultuous tie going on like and people be like oh but they're new york strong okay but i don't think you understand that's still traumatic um it's very it's a very different experience for somebody who's not from there right and even still then like like my it's basic as this my son was saying like if you have ever lived in the hood, you probably have some form of PTSD. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I feel like if you live have ever lived in New York, in any of the five boroughs, your PTSD is probably maxed out. <laughs> so I just can't like like going back to what I was saying before about me wanting that Cali lifestyle now, laid back. I have hustled my ass off for over 20 years. Shit, I've been working since I was 14. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's time for me to get some more well, Cali in my life. Let, let me also be very clear that California expensive as fuck. So you have to come out here ready to so is dc yes dc is also (laughs) that's right i forget where you're coming from so gentrification has made this shit yes dc new york california like expensive and 
that's the other reason why I'm like, do I really want to move out of California? Because I know if I leave here, getting back into California is going to be a fucking bitch. Because wherever I go is probably not going to have the same st uh, standard of living or cost of living. And, but it is a struggle. <laughs> it is a struggle. But you know what? Why not struggle on a beach than in a city? I mean... I'd much rather struggle, you know, me, like, listening to the ocean waves. We came up in the hustle, me and these kids. We came up in the hustle. We hit the ground running when we got here the first time. And I had one in elementary school and one in middle school. Um, my elementary schooler was hustling candy to the point where the... Uh, school called and was going to spin my baby. Oh, the Karens came baby, out. The Karens before we called them Karens. Cause my, yeah, because my baby was taking, they said taking customers from, you know, the school cafeteria. Y'all just mad because he could do it better. Y'all just mad because his, right. his, his mouth game better than y'all's. Exactly. And then my oldest was hustling tech and got me in the tech and then we also had a t-shirt business. So I was making t-shirts for a lot of the DC public schools and public charter schools. So I'm ready. Yeah, I just entrepreneur, ma'am, miss, ma'am, miss the EO I mean, doing it all yourself with your babies. But on the same end of the stick though, like this shit hard oh definitely like, been hard been, so i'm not trying to you know glamorize like that hustle life or anything like that because that's part of why i'm coming out there like yeah i'm planning on definitely doing some work but um on the same end of the stick i'm ready to you know chill like i said i'd much rather work from the beach than work having to listen to car horns honking outside my window Trains. Yes. Girl, I love me a happy hour. Oh, yes. Go to your window and your neighbor right there. <clears throat> like, gosh. Yes, I love me a happy hour. Um, yes. So, tell us about Quarter and Eights. So, Quarters and Eights, um, it's a podcast. Um, it's also a playlist. So my love for for music um, as a whole from my original Smoking Jelly roots kind of transcended into, you know, I had to put that out in some way. So I created the Quarters and Ace um, playlist and podcast. So the playlist is comprised of basically music that I listen to on task. So, like, the Can of Fit playlist is what I listen to when I'm working on my fitness. Um, the Morning Motivation is what I listen to in the morning when it's time to get up and, and make that, make the donuts. Um, the Queen shit is, you know, same thing when I'm feeling very queenish. So, it's basically music for the mood. I love that. Um I've always wanted to find a way because I also very much love music. And so I, when I first started this, I wanted to find a way to put that all together. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the way that you've done it was, is 
great and amazing and Thanks. detailed. I yeah. So I love that. But let's do a, a quick mental. Yeah, quick uh, temp check. So how is how has your mental health been? How's your week been? Um. So my week so far, um, it's been productive. I mean, we just started. So, you know, good start. I was going to ask, are you one of those who your week starts on Sunday or your week starts on Monday? Sunday. Sunday, okay. So, and, you know, this spot was considered, you know, it's cool, don't get me wrong, but we didn't have plans on being here after my birthday. Yeah. The lease was up. Like, we knew, like, oh, as soon as the weather break, no, we did not know. And then COVID. We did not know. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's so, bad. December tw- 2019 thoughts were definitely not 2020 actions. No. So, it is what it is, and we still been rolling and, look, moving and shaking. That's all you that, can do. That's my, that's my thing, and um, it's mental health I mean I feel like it's a slippery slope during these times you gotta check in um, have boundaries especially with you know observe not absorb you see shit you know let it don't with you don't definitely don't live there I think that's the biggest thing um this other girl, I have like weekly sessions with her because she's kind of, she's more or less looking to go into like um, therapy kind of role. So I have, you know, sessions where her more or less is like her her OG asking me like, you know, um, what are some of the main things you recommend? And I was like, like talk about that shit. No matter what your situation is, like you can be in the best home situation ever, but everything that's going on around us right now, and you just holding that shit in, like know when to talk about it mm-hmm. and talk about it too. I think that's that's key, and you know, don't be um, don't be afraid of the stigma that's attached, especially as black people. Like mental health is, don't play with it. Right. I, um, one of my, um, I don't know, I don't want to say goals because I don't think goal is the right word, but one of my my base objective for this this show and for the community that I'm looking to build is to not only destigmatize black women smoking weed, but destigmatize black women and mental health and taking care of their mental health in whatever way is most suitable for them. Because there's so many different ways that you can take care of yourself and your mental health and cannabis or thing doing things to take care of your mental health while consuming cannabis is just one of those ways. I, for me, and the community that I'm trying to build, that tends to be one of the best ways to deal with mental health. But it is not the only way. 
And as long as you are dealing with it or trying to deal with it, or like you said, talking about it, you know, acknowledging it, you know, it's a active part of your life, then kudos to you. You are doing what you need to do as a human being. Right. Because yeah, I feel like if we learn to take better care of ourselves, then we will be able to take better care of other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and I feel like as black women, especially like a lot of that, it rests with us. Mm-hmm. Because we see this shit. Mm-hmm. You know when somebody ain't right. Oof. You also know how to recognize shit within your friends or people that you are close to. And and don't be afraid. Like, remove that stigma away from, I can't ask that person if they are right. You know, oh, that person is so strong. Yeah, she also human. You better find out. You better check in on your friend. Right. That, that um, strong black woman stereotype is played out it yeah and it's so damaging like it's so damaging it's so damaging because and don't get me wrong like i don't want to not be strong like i i take pride in my strength as a a person but the the everything that goes with the strong black woman is all negative things and they just try Mm -hmm. and paint it in a positive light like exactly. you can be strong and still have feelings. You can still yeah. you can be strong and still say I need a break. I need to put yeah. me first. Like matter of fact, yeah. it takes more strength to say no when everyone is pressuring you to say yes. Like that Absolutely. is still strength. I know we're done. Well, I'm. I mean, I got more, but I'm done with my joint. But we never said what we were smoking. Um. So the glass is super dirty. This is gross. I shouldn't even put it up. Oh, but my dad had one of those. I really like it. Um, I'll get a different brand next time I order another one. But um, it's just a really clean smoke. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners out there, it's a glass blunt. Um, oh, yes. little... <laughs> I know. I forget sometimes, too. They like, oh, y'all can't see what I'm holding up? No? I'm showing her. <laughs> Um, but yeah it's a glass blunt one of the ones with the little corkscrew um in them and they are they are very smooth hits but they do get very dirty and it might look i don't like it i don't like looking at it and so it messes it messes me a little bit so i understand what you mean i just i just got these um they're glass joints and i only bought them because I got them off a delivery service and Ooh. they were $35 for seven joints. And I was like, can't beat that. I was like, and I've never had them before. Let me try them. So I got them and it comes with the seven joints in the little tube. And then it has one little applicator. And that's really the only thing I don't like about it is that it only has one of the little things that you push down. So like yours gets dirty. So mine's gets hella dirty and I still have three joints left and it's got hella Dang. resin on the inside. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, but they do um, hit a lot smoother. Yeah. yeah. You taste um, like your full. I feel like my full 
flavor flavor profile. Like I get the full all my terps. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually remember. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. It was a cardinal. Had to blow the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what strain this is. Um, I am um, a new cultivation student. I have. I have an OG, a grow OG, a grow Yoda now um, <laughs> that um, has been teaching me um, how to grow. And in exchange, um, we got some dope stuff coming. I can't tell y'all. I forgot. I can't I can't tell y'all. I almost spilled the beans. Good Lord. Look, I'm sitting here like, what? What is it? What? And you just snatched it back at me. I was so close. My- Right. (laughs) He's so dope. And he sends me home with a big bag of whatever I want. Like when, when I'm there, he just takes jars out and pick the two you want and wants to smoke now for our, you know, our session, one is to go home. And I was so blown out. Remember what this is? Well, you know, we didn't have a whole ass session here, so I can understand. But it's fine. The no. point is, she's smoking some good shit out of a pretty nice looking pipe. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and I had, did have some um, Alcapoco gold mixed in and some apricot jelly. And I got those from um, from the medical dispensary here. Um, you know what? Actually, they were a really good dispensary. Customer service was a 10 out of 10. I'm going to give them a shout out. Shout yeah. out to Anacostia Organics in Southeast D.C. Say it one more time. Oh, Anacostia Organics in Southeast D.C. Four, seven, and eight. Shout out. There you go. So, you know, you're going to have to send me their name so I can tag them and tell them we got them a shout We gave them a shout out. Or you gave I don't them a shout well, look, because I sure don't know. <laughs> look, get me together, Jack. Look, I sure don't know. Um, so, do you do you know if it was a sativa indica hybrid? Um, lately, I've been on this super sativa kick. Yeah, same. Um, the creative energies. I've been paying attention. I've been uh, on the pattern app probably a little too often lately. <laughs> There's some creative energy flowing, and I've just been trying to, you know, catch hold of a star and swing to the next star, next galaxy, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I definitely been on a sativa kick. How about you? Yeah, because you know we got to make it all the way to Pluto. So you, you know it, you know it, you know it. Yeah. So I have. I went to one of what has become my go-to. Um, for these episodes, um, I keep saying I gotta switch it up, but I'm like, but why? Right, like, do you like you like it, right? Yeah. So they're um called fuzzies, um oh, by I oh, crap I forget who it's by. Hold on. I just said I smoke them all the time, and then I forgot who it's by. I've had this glass really crappy this time, too, by that the was, way. That was the one thing, because my dad had one, and that was the one thing. Is like, I couldn't figure out how to fucking pack that shit. I was like, this is too fucking much for me. So I'm going to, you know, it's... do what I do, and I'll stick to my blunts and my joints. 
Um, but yes, okay, so I have another fuzzy. It is by Sublime. Um, and it is a pre-roll sativa super silver haze, and it has the hash on the outside. Um and they get the fucking job done, let me tell you. I'd be high, but I can still function. Like I'm on the closer to non-functioning side of function. <laughs> but I can still function um, and be high. And so it usually produces for some pretty good conversations. Um, even if I, yeah, even if I do forget what I'm saying halfway through. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I've used that for the last few episodes and I'm like, these are just really good. Like mm-hmm. I, I really like those ones. So and you said that it, it's by Sublime. Yeah, Sublime S B or look now I can't even spell S U. Super Silver Haze is one of my favorite strains. Yes, because like you said, creativity gets you going, oh, but it yeah. also kind of lets your brain just like float a little bit because yeah. sometimes, um, my brain can be like going too fast. Yeah. And. Like I, I'll get the ideas, but it's like I'm I'm not able to process them, and so it's just it just becomes like a jumbled mess. Where this is like I get the ideas, I have a, the time to kind of process them and understand them and work through them, and uh-huh. just kind of get what I need to get done. But yeah, this is what it looks like. What are you saying? Oh, okay. And then this is the they're from out here in Oakland, Sublime, and it's a sativa. Nice. Yeah. Oh, look, I just found, I've been buying this for I don't know how long. I just found their uh, Instagram listed here on the box. So I'll go ahead and tag them. See, now you really have to uh, yeah. find the other one so I can tag both so they can't say I'm biased to the West Coast people. It's, <laughs> you, it's on you now. You are carrying the East Coast now. Oh, man, that's okay. I know. I put a lot on your shoulders. I'm sorry. You did, especially because. You know, being in grow class now, right? It's going to be Jelly Farms, right? And see, and we just talked about like destigmatizing the strong black woman, and look at me here putting mo on your shoulders. I, you know, <laughs> shame on me, shame it's on me. It's all good. It's all good. But I would like to point out that Anacostia Organics is a hundred percent black owned and woman owned. I absolutely love that. Now we, I really need you to go find this. So yeah. I can definitely I reach I out. Because I took an Uber back to the crib and I have some faint memory of finding them on IG when I was in the Uber. Mm-hmm. I was also masked up <laughs> and like on cloud 15. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it could have been no. Your imagination. Could have been a dream. Right. Like that I just didn't execute yet. But we gonna find out. Yes, definitely, because I would absolutely I definitely want to tag now both companies. Um because again, we are all about the love and spreading the community. For sure. Um, did you have any munchies today? I didn't have any munchies today. I had I had a Fanta orange to drink on when my mouth, when I got, you know, when the the cotton mouth does hit with this shit. Let me tell y'all, y'all smoke these, it does hit. Um, So keep something liquid near you. Same, same. Um, So I was disobedient for the past two and a half, three weeks. 
it was like it's a slippery slope it started out i made brownies <laughs> and then i had a cake mix and i was like okay i could just make cupcakes though like because my son here so if i make cupcakes like i did with the brownies just you know ration them out then i feel bad when i didn't eat six out of twelve <laughs> So I said, I said, okay, I'm going to make, you know, some cupcakes. Um, then I just so happened to find my grandmother's butt pan. Mm. Went looking for some cupcake liners. Never found the cupcake liners. So I made a bunk cake, a French vanilla one. Ooh, that sounds good. Did you put ice cream on top? Ice cream sometimes. See? You're going to have to give me that one, that one too. What was the name again? Yes. Helio, H-E-L-I-O, Faria, F-A-R-I-A. Yeah, I'm going to look that one up. Yeah. want to dance. He, he the truth, huh? I want to dance. Yes. Yes, sis. Yes. Shake them shoulders. Hey, we shaking our I mean, I can't talk I because back. I'm about to go in here and eat this peach cobbler that I got yesterday. Ooh, it's peach cobbler season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, ooh, it's that time of year. Yes. You got some ice cream? Of course. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am excited. I'm a- okay, but then look. So I had got that good though, like the cake was gone, and I was like, "Okay, ain't no more snacks, so I'm good, right?" <laughs> My life went out, so I had to go to the corner store. Oh, and of course, you came back with more goodies. They had honey buns. <laughs> I got two honey buns and two star crunch. And- <laughs> Was a fifty cent worth of twenty five cent dot pack doll ladies. Man, I used to love Star Crunch. Those used to be my absolute favorite. Star Crunch, why are Star Crunch so good? They're amazing, and there's I don't know if it's just the area I'm in, or if I'm not going to the right liquor store out here or what. But I, it is so hard to find them. Like I cannot find Star. Anytime I see them in a liquor store, I automatically grab it because. I, I haven't seen it for so long, and I maybe have them like once a year. So I don't know what is happening in my life that is making it so hard. Right, because Star Crunch is so bomb. Like, I honestly, I was. I can send you some Star Crunch. No one should be. Oh my gosh, not the Star Those are my absolute favorite. Like, I have a honey bun maybe once a year, but that's more because I just, I'm not really a fan of honey buns. I'll eat it if that's like nothing else. But I'd rather just not eat it. <laughs> but Star Crunch, <laughs> but Star Crunch, those are my shits. Oh, those are so good. Yeah, 
Mm. Honey bun go. That's my um. That's my coffee. Ooh. In the morning, so that's why my workout. That's why I was feeling it like mm-hmm. having my coffee, and I, I drink my coffee black. So that's why I had a honey bun. You know, I I need a little sugar somewhere, and I started feeling this. This I was like, okay, this is because it's taken away from my fitness goal. Right. Like, I'm trying to trying to be on B and it's fucking you up. Right. <laughs> so I said, that's okay. So I made me a little, I don't want to call it a trail mix because that just sounds so sad and deprived. <laughs> hey, have yeah. you, or oh, you're on the East Coast, so you guys don't have Costco's. You guys have a... Uh... We got Costco. Oh, you have Costco. Okay, so have you had the Kirkland brand trail mix? Hell yeah. That is the best fucking trail mix in the world. I don't know. I swear they... Mix. I, like I swear they sprinkle like crack or something in that shit because that shit is so good and I'm like all it is is peanuts, raisins, and M and M's, but it's the best peanuts, raisins, and M and M's I've ever had in my life. Like That's the ratio is. is perfect. Like and the quality, the quali- the quality like quality they are amazing. Like, yeah. I love yeah. that trail mix. Man. Yeah, Kirkland yeah. brand be coming through for some shit. Like I even started using the Kirkland brand coffee. Because the other shit was getting expensive, and I drink too much fucking coffee to be paying that much for fucking coffee. I mean, everything went, but coffee, I was like, okay, yeah, you're tripping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know who's working from home? Right, right. Well, see, what we started doing is we'll get one of the small bags that's, like, flavored or some special flavor, and then we get the big bag of the Kirkland brand, and Mm because I make it for me and my roommate, and we'll do... Two scoops of the big bag of the Kirkland brand mm-hmm. and then one scoop of the whatever the flavor is. So it's not like we go through the flavored ones that are more expensive a lot slower. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hella smart. Yeah, because I was like, girl, we didn't bought like forty dollars worth of coffee in like two weeks. And I, yep. the whole point of getting a coffee maker at home was to spend less on coffee. Less. So yeah, we started doing that. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's up though. That's smart. I'm definitely have to put that into my next. I'm on this espresso kick right now. See, espresso's too because I well, I used to drink black coffee, but I would have I downed it. That was when I was like dieting and stuff, and I still needed my coffee in the mm-hmm. morning, but I didn't want to have the extra calories, so mm-hmm. I would just down a cup of black coffee so I still got the energy boost. But I did not like the taste. Now I'm like, nah, screw that. I'm gonna enjoy my damn coffee, damn it. So I mean, I do it black for real, for real so that I can work and blaze throughout the whole day. Because I used to get up about six in the morning. Mm -mm. So that's too damn And your six in the morning is three o'clock for me. Oh, no. Six, but then I'm usually in the bed by like 10. Uh, that's like my mom. I got out at nine. Yeah, but I have a full productive day, though. Like nine, 10 is when I'm like, okay, my eyes, I can't write no more. I can't type no more. Like, that's it. I'm going to bed. So that's. But I didn't also blazed. I didn't have sessions throughout the whole All day. day. All and then day. The, and then these have, you know, picked up. These kind of interactions mm-hmm. have picked up. Um, 
And I'm also attending more, I got back on Eventbrite because a lot of people started making their classes and stuff virtual. So I've been on there, like the improv class. I got a salsa class coming up. Oh. I got I've always so wanted to do that. That sounds like so much fun. Look, I be, I be on it. Yeah. I be whatever, you know, whatever pop up. Most of them free or they're like five bucks or something like that. You know, you're supporting, you know, an artist. Mm -hmm. No, but that's dope. Um, keeping yourself busy. You have to, especially now, like yeah. you said. And something that um, keeps you, you really are the dancing highness queen. That's, that is what you are. The dancing, no. dancing highness queen. <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was going to say next. Um, and again, okay, so let's let's do our next section here. Oh wait, no, I know what I was going to ask you. Um, you said you're you're taking lessons on how to grow. Yeah. How, how long have you been growing or trying to grow or learning? Or... Um, I just started and I'm, I'm, I'm just learning right now um, because he's, he's getting ready to harvest. So basically it's some fly dope shit finna come out and. <laughs> She's okay. trying to give us the details without giving us the details. Yeah, without because it's not mine. Yeah, we got and somebody got some shit coming soon, so just be on the lookout. Exactly, okay. and it's more than just how to grow. It's like this is a whole experience, and this is from um, a black grower at that. So it's really like a like. This man is Skywalker for real. Like he he might be one of the last Jedi's. I don't know. Like, but he talk. I listen. I be like, okay. He's yeah. what is that? Obi Wan? Is he Obi Wan? I don't know who's who in Star Wars. He look. I've been calling him Yoda just because <laughs> so wise, mm -hmm. like so wise. And then he the nicest like. He the nicest human. That's like, dope. Yeah, you over there. Again, like, good vibes. Just like, yeah, it's so yeah, much like, easier to like be around people that are just good, vibey people. Yeah. Like, regardless of what the reason is that you're around them, yeah. what the the ultimate goal, end result is, or whatever, yeah. like just to be in the presence of good, vibing people. Just in people. the presence of, right. Yeah. And then when he gave me, um, when he sent me home with the smoke, he was like, now look, I, I don't I don't sell cannabis. I want you to understand that. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, you didn't gave me a big enough bag. I ain't got no business trying to buy nothing from you right now. No way. <laughs> I'm good for a little while. Right. You set me up so, right, sir. <laughs> right. But he was like, but I'll be honest with you. You tell me what you need it for. You need more than that. I give it to you. Who says that? Right. Good, vibrant people. That's it. So it just let me know, like, and it was so crazy, too. I'm a, And I know you probably going to be like, that's the Pisces in you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Because 
my mission after my birthday, my birthday was 224. My mission was to learn cultivation. But everything happened, and the person that I was going to pay for this class that runs this class had to shut this class down. Now, I'm going to be honest. The vibe wasn't 100%. More like 75, 25. I knew, like, "Eh, it's a possibility this could go left. Yeah. You know, for what I want, I'm still willing to put myself out there. Okay. Rona happened. Class shut down. Can't put myself out there. This opportunity came through somebody else. Matter of fact, through the person that um, helped me get the Quarters and Apes podcast, the first episode going. Community. Right. Network. So when you look at it, it's like, yo, like, out there, let it come back, put it out, let it come back. Like, just keep, just keep reciprocating that, yeah. man. It's, it's that ebb and flow. And I think it's, um, has, sounds like it has a lot to do with your your ability to feel those vibes from somebody and have the the disconcernment to be able to say that this is not quite the right fit. And that made it so that when you did, you know, something did happen, you weren't regretting what you decided to do. Yeah, you. I mean, you. You right, Jasmine. Along the way, I had to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, you know, I'm I'm such a, a big um, questioner on my intuition. Like I question my intuition all the time. But let me tell you, your spirit is telling you that this ain't right. Then there's probably a, some reason. It may not even be a big reason. It could be the smallest drop of water type of reason. But some reason, yo, your soul, your body is telling you this ain't it. And when you listen to it. Right. And even if, like, in some situation, it's not necessarily you listening to it. It's the world that made you listen to it. And this is your only option now. But Uh whatever, you took the pause. The the pause got you where you needed to go. So. Yep. (laughs) The end result is what matters. Right. The end result is what matters. (laughs) So, I'm excited about that and and just everything else that's about to come out and honestly um i hope it doesn't come off as like what i'm working on i'm super excited about all the collaboration mm-hmm. exchange of energy um that i've been able to share with you that i've been able to share with others has just been high voltage High voltage. That, that, I think that's what we have to call this episode. It has to be called high voltage because that's what we've been pr- producing this entire time. The, like the vibe has just... It didn't shut down the internet twice. Okay. It completely... Oh, look. See? High voltage. It, I just got a low battery. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> for the, for the See? See? The screen just the went black. It wanted you to know I'm listening. We know your powers. Your it's black girl magic crazy. is everywhere. Yo, it's all up in this show. This is, <laughs> this is this has been great. This has been absolutely amazing. Yes. 
So normally, that that was so perfectly timed. Like I cannot believe that. That was so perfectly timed. That and it was almost like, and I ain't trying to sound creepy or nothing for whatever that was over there in the court. Right. But See, look, man. I kind of, but it was almost like it was so perfectly timed. It was like. We hear you. Mm -hmm. Divine energy. We hear you. Divine energy. Let's put all the, you know what? Is it manifestation time? I was just about to say, you know, the other part of the show that we normally do in the beginning, but we just, all this high voltageness, all this greatness, all this high queenness, we, it didn't got pushed to the end, but we do still need to do our high blessings. Which is our affirmations and manifestations. Which is our affirmations and manifestations. That is such a hard word for me. Um, so I think, like you said, this is the perfect time to do that. Uh, that the yeah. spirits are telling us we're here. Um, yes. So do you want to do yours first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So um, just a tiny bit of background. Um, I went over to my mom's house this morning, um, to listen to one of her pastors preach. And because this pastor, I just feel it like every time I hear her, no matter what's going on in my life, good, bad, ugly, great. I always receive a word from her. So I wanted to go and make sure I listened. And so within the first two minutes of her speaking, I received a word. Um, and so this is what it was, um, or this was her message. I do not let internal or external limits keep me from where I know I am destined to go. I am limitless. Right? Ain't it a word? Ain't it a word, girl. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm trying not to drop my laptop right now. Look, it, let oh. me tell you. And in the first two minutes, and I was like, yes, this is why... Right there, see, she had limitless on her on her thing too. Yes, I was like when I when she said it, I was like, this is why I came. That's exactly this is why I came because I knew I was going to hear what I needed to hear, and this is what I needed to hear this morning. I am limitless. Confirmation. Yes. Yes. Live in it. Mm -hmm. Live in it. Oh my god! I almost don't even. Okay. I got to switch my affirmation up. <laughs> I got to switch it up. I have just been compelled to share something different. Hold on. <laughs> I think. <laughs> we, we go on where the, where the blunt smoke takes us. Yes. So, I've been on the Nike app. And a couple of days ago, they sent, uh, I mean, they did this little... This, I think it was like a little blog post or something. Oh, shoot. Is it in this notebook? On um, this guy. He's a guru. He's like a yoga guy. And he owns a, a business called Headspace. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard of this guy. But um, for some reason, I was so drawn to... Here it is. To uh, 
his blog post. And I don't really be on, like, I don't be on it like that. Like, I be on there looking at their shoes and discounts and stuff. But I don't be on Nike's app like that, right? Mm -hmm. And he said three things to feel more present. He said, one, take purposeful breath for one minute take deep inhales and exhales about five seconds each focus entirely on your breath and the sound of the air flooding in and out he said two go for a walk one that really got me especially because i love to connect back to the earth mm-hmm. he said, emotions are energy in motion wait what <laughs> And one of the best ways to recalibrate them is to move. Disconnect from all devices and take a walk. Become hyper aware of your surroundings. So like at the beach, like taking in how that, you know, the salt water smell, the, the waves sound, all that. But then this was the one that really got me. Cause I'm big on mantras, but I feel like, you know, a mantra can be, it, it changes, right? Mm-hmm. Cause But he said, repeat a power mantra. And I haven't had a little mantra in a minute. He says, saying it out loud boosts your energy and allows you to tap into the moment. A reminder for when you feel like giving up, remind yourself you still have another level. You are capable of more. And there is magic on the other side of the burn. should profoundly resonate with you something positive energizing and rooted in compassion and love I love that part mm-hmm. oh I love that part mm-hmm. when you tune back in read it aloud or in your head mm-hmm. so um, my new mantra is limitless that's why I wrote it down on my clipboard when I was editing video for my interview. And so when you said that, yes. Yes. It brought me back full circle. Yes. Yes. See, like you said, it's that put that ebb and flow. What you put out there will come back to you. You said yep. that's what you needed. And look what yep. he brought back to you. Somebody yep. else that gonna reaffirm the same thing. Exactly. Right. That- beautiful like that's because let me tell you if i can do it you can do it and if you can do it i can do it yeah you better believe it right you better say that and if we can do it like me and you can do it then our listeners out there our highness queens out there y'all can do it every single one of y'all can do it Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely high voltage i tell you that is amazing i'm absolutely loving this that is amazing so Uh um, now I'm going to have, oh, well, first I affirm your affirmations for yourself. That coincidentally also happens to be my affirmation for myself. So I affirm all of our affirmations for everyone out there, whatever your daily affirmation is for today. Um, I'm not going to say a date cause I don't know when this is coming out, but whatever your affirmation is for today, this week, this month, this year, I affirm it for you. Yes. Yes. Um, let's move on to our random ass question. Now, um, this has been an absolutely amazing, fun time. 
Um, yes. We have recorded so much longer than I thought we have, so I hope I haven't kept you from anything. But well, we kind of just... talking to you. Yeah, because we just like... Hold on, my bad. What happened? See? Look, no. Siri, is Siri doing some stuff? Siri doing some Ooh, shit. I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're saying to me. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I told you, they be listening all the time. My bad, sis. Google everything oh. you and shit. <clears throat> Look, I always knew Google was rude, okay? Because I be trying to do stuff on Google Sheets, and it don't be letting me do stuff on Google Sheets like I do stuff don't in Excel. So I always knew Google was rude, so... It's expected. Yeah. Google Sheets is not, look, it's, they have I, much to be desired. I firmly believe that it was created just to frustrate me and every other Excel user out there. Because it looks Pretty like bad. Excel. It wants to be Excel, but it is not fucking is Excel. Not. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I took a lot of classes and time to learn Excel, okay? Because, uh -huh. like, that's what everyone wants, right? Like, uh, yeah. like nobody under understands they Excel, so they want them. people who understand Excel. So I took a lot of time to fucking learn that shit. And now y'all want to use Google Sheets? It is not the same. It is not the fucking same. Again, I digress. <laughs> uh, but um, my next career move, I will not need Excel. I do. I love Excel though because I think because I, I know it. I I and because I'm very um, anal. Like if I'm just being honest, I'm very anal about things. So it does make my life very organized. Um, but Google Sheets is the devil. So, I'm I agree. Um, I do not like sheets. Yeah. Definitely no more than, you know, I, I like Excel, which is which is not at all. I don't <laughs> like because I have to use it in a group setting and, well, had. That shit was just... A mess. Yes. Um. So... I, again, I don't understand how I, I don't remember how we got here, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were we were saying how this has been such an amazing episode, and um, I've truly truly enjoyed myself. So first, thank you so much uh, for, for coming through and smoking run with me. Um, so before we get out of here um, and wrap up this smoke session, um, I like to always end the show with a random ass question. Um, so the questions are numbered from four through 20. So you pick a question and I will ask you that, or you pick a number and I will ask you that question. I'm going to go with my life path number, which is eight. Okay. So question eight is, it's a little bit of a three-parter. Not a little bit. It is a three-parter. <laughs> um, who is, <laughs> who is your favorite Disney princess? Prince and villain. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with villain. I'm going to say Ursula. Oh, me too. Because uh, <laughs> she reminds me of all my mean ass aunts, but <laughs> fabulous, like all the time. Hair, makeup, nails, like her gowns and shit. Like she was that bitch. Like, yes. but. Ursula was mean as fuck. Remind <laughs> so, me of all my 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 aunts. Yes. Um, princess, 
So I actually just watched Princess and a Frog. Just? Yes. Um, I think when it came out, my kids were out of the Disney phase. Possibly. And, I'm, I'm looking at it like it looked familiar, but but yeah, I just watched Disney and a or Princess and a Frog, and um, I forget the lead, the princess Tiana. Tiana, but I absolutely fell in love with her character because, for one, um, that sentiment of holding her father's cooking near and dear to her heart. Mm-hmm. I still use her cast iron. Hell, I told you about the the bunk cake I made. Mm -hmm. And that was just like very um, enriching in a way to see it in a Disney film. Um, And then too, the fact that she um, was smart because I think so often like this get judged by its cover all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt like that's, you know, pretty much what Tiana, like, she's just trying to get her restaurant. <laughs> she was just trying to feed some folks and y'all playing games. And then the fact that it was some white men playing games was just like, this shit set up for society. It made me sad. But I was happy in the end because she discovered so much about herself. And I think that's truly what it's about. My son tell me all the time that the thing I despise the most is wasted potential. And that's true. I just feel like, honey, you might you here, you might as well let your star shine bright until it don't shine no more. And I took a lot of that away from um, Princess and the Frog. And then as far as Prince, ah, shit. I'm gonna say Aladdin. Mm-hmm. He just knew how to treat Jasmine. Like, he was goofy as shit. But he just was like, you know, let me love you, girl. <laughs> you know, he had influences that like, like him and Jeannie should not have been friends. Let's be honest. <laughs> they were good for each other. Like, not really. And then, you know, Jafar doing his thing. You know, he the villain. So he doing it, you know, he paid to be bad. So that's what he doing. And, you know, Alaska is still over here. Like, I'm in the slums, but I'm trying to find you, Jasmine. Like, that man was in love. Can, 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 I agree with you, but can we roll back just a tiny, tiny bit? Why shouldn't Aladdin and Genie be friends? Genie shouldn't have no friends. What? No. <laughs> Genie should, like, just leave his ass in the bottle. Like, I'm <laughs> real young and just thinking about it, like, you know, Aladdin probably could have just did this shit with him and Carpet. <laughs> him in the rug. Just out here. You what about like, Abu? I mean, of, of course Abu. Like, that's, you know, it's always good to have an assistant monkey. Let's look at <laughs> meatballs. When you look at Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, like, I don't think he put could have pulled all that off. It was raining hamburgers from the sky. <laughs> I don't think he could have pulled that off if he didn't have a monkey assistant. So, who kind of, you know, he was a necessary partner or whatever. But Jeannie, no, like Jeannie just show up. And then look, boom, case in point, 
What Will Smith played Aladdin. People was like, boo, get it out of here. I mean, not Aladdin played Genie because we didn't we didn't need that. We didn't need <laughs> We didn't need that. That is hilarious. I don't think I've ever heard that take on Aladdin and Genie. And like he could have shimmied in and shimmied out, like yeah, and it would have been the same. Because we didn't need that. Like we could have. Why he couldn't have had two nemesis, or you know, he it could have been somebody else. I just felt like it could have been somebody. It could have been a gypsy lady. <laughs> it could have been the um. I ain't trying to sound racist because I got friends in this from this part of the world, but I don't know all that all the terminology. But you know the people that make the the oh snake. the flutes, yeah, with the snake the snake charmers. Yeah, like he could, yep, it could have been that could have been the homie. Like he could have been like his advisor or something. I don't know. All I'm saying is, did Genie really have a role in Aladdin? <laughs> that is hilarious. I like Genie. He was he was well. He wasn't my favorite. Um, that was my favorite Disney movie. Obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. But, That's what's up. but um Abu was my favorite. He made me laugh. But yeah, I did like that. Genie. That is pretty hilarious. So Who's your favorite Jasmine, of course. Oh, okay. Like well look, when that I was little, sense. you could not tell me I was not a princess. No, excuse me, Boo. I got my own movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Have right. you watched right. Disney Channel yes. yet? And I would tell yes. I like no lie. Like I you could not tell me I was not a princess when I was younger. I was a hot mess to deal with. I already know. Because I like I, I wanted to tell like bitch, I got a movie. Who you talking to? Right, like who is <laughs> Like, and have you seen I Aladdin? He is fine. <laughs> who is right? Who is right? Oh, a bitch that ain't got a movie. Right. Oh, right. You're not. You, you're not talking to me, peasant. <laughs> I am a princess. No. Jasmine. <laughs> yes. And so yeah, that was my favorite princess. Favorite prince, obviously Aladdin, because he was he was great to look at, and like you said, like he really yeah. did. Like he, he went, he jumped princess. through hoops for her, like. Let's try and think about it. How, the other princesses, did they really, like, what did they do for their women? Not like, then. to get them, to get them. Now, look, listen, when you really think about it, like, this is some sexist-ass shit. Well, Second I guess... They're scrubbing floors and shit. Yeah, but how did, how, did, how did Cinderella end? Or how did he get... Because Cinderella had the dwarves. Oh, he came... Oh, he found her. But how long is... Because he had the shoe. Oh yeah, he went and found her for the shoe. So I guess he, I guess he was searching for her. He was pretty like he was in his little carriage. He wasn't doing no work for real. It wasn't like he was out Very here. True. Like, That's what I say. He wasn't running from the cops. He wasn't. He wasn't running from the cops. And Jafar's evil ass. Right. Man. Simultaneously. Right. Yeah. Like he. I'm sure there's other ways to justify why we I may be wrong, but I feel valid in my decision that he is the best. I do too. Yeah, because he was like I said, how many princesses running from the cops for they for they women? And you know nowadays that shit is dangerous. Thank you. Well, actually, it always been dangerous because they was running after him with, with them big ass swords. Yes. Like he was and jumping he was through there. fires and shit, he jumping was, over buildings and shit. Like he was, he was out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah. And then my favorite villain would also be Ursula because not for the same reasons, but kind of the same reason. I liked her because she was purple and purple was my favorite color. And then her yeah. hair was silver. That's probably where my obsession with silver hair has come from. I, yeah, always, always, always. And um, yeah, and she was a big yeah. girl, you know. So she was always representing yeah. for the big girls. Gotta love that. So yeah, so she, she wanted to be known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's pretty interesting. I agree. Yeah. Good ass random ass three three part random ass question. <laughs> I know. I would choose that one. Trying to be slick, like yeah, I'm gonna go with my life path number. Right. Uh- hey, well, apparently I needed to hear why Genie and Aladdin should not have been friends. I mean, I'm just saying, if they left Genie out, would we really have been disappointed? Or <laughs> like Genie was there. He ain't never had a friend like him. And he never will. Because <laughs> Jenny's free now. He's a free man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a con too. Because I was like, so what you really finna do? You finna put a suit on, Jeannie? You finna <laughs> be out here with a briefcase looking for a J-O-B? Like, what you gonna do? How you making money, boo? <laughs> Because you can't go, like, they don't need you no more. You ain't, you know, what you gonna do? You blue. And you're and blue. This little, 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 little hair at the top, that used to annoy me. I think at one point, didn't it, like, disappear or something when he was going into the left? It was, something happened. I forget what it was. And I was like, oh, I want to cut it off. And he got a whoopee doodle. Little, I think he had one of these on. Wasn't it black? One yeah. Of yeah, I was mad. I wanted to cut it off. He had a. That's what uh, me and my friend call a whoopee doodle. Oh, who? <laughs> a whoopee doodle. A whoopee doodle. Yeah. For some reason, like, yep, that's what it is. Right. It makes sense, right? So the name came from my friend. She was doing something one day. You know how you like get those weird, like, kind of cowlick things in the front, and she, I was like, oh, you got a whoopee doodle. And she's uh-huh. like, I was like, oh, you got a whoopee doodle going on. And I have no idea where that name came from. But when I said it out of my mouth, it felt right. It makes sense. And like, the thing is, she knew exactly what I was talking about because she went I'm like this. Sure. She she went to wipe it down. So she knew. She knew. And so ever since then, anytime somebody got some weird thing on the top of their head, I was like, look, they got a whoopee doodle. And people know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this has been absolutely amazing. I have had such a great time. We have officially, right, I have never killed my battery before, okay? So that tells you how successful this uh, conversation has been. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I'll be at your house around three. I'm going to just do this real call real quick. I'll be back. It is almost 4.30. It is 7.16 here. Look, it's dark. Right. This has been such a great conversation. Completely forgot we were even just like recording. It truly felt like a sister smoke session. So I appreciate you so much. We definitely are doing this again. And I am so, so, so much looking forward to see what you have coming out next. 
Um, I know you yeah. dropped, you sprinkled a little, sprinkled a little hints here on us. You know, gave us a little bit of that Keith on top. You know, yes, so we yes. we gonna wait to smoke the rest of the blunt with you. And congratulations when they launch. Okay, yes, so um, before we get out of here. Go ahead and give them your contact information. Tell us what you got coming up, how they can get in touch with you, and and just keep, you know, be your friend. For sure. So um, Instagram is the best way to get in touch with me. Um, Smoking Jelly, that's S-M-O-K-I-N-J-E-L-L-I. Um, you can DM me if you have an idea you want to collab, or if you just want to be like, what you smoking on, Jelly? You can do that, too. Um, what do I have coming up next? Um, working on a Zoom show called West Coast Wednesdays, WCW. I love it. I'm repurposing the hashtag. Um, it's not all the way West Coast theme, but majority, um, for the most part, it's, uh, well, you're just going to have to tune in and find out because it's a, it's a whole show. Like, it's a session. It's a social sesh, but it's also a show. So we got interviews. We got uh, videos. We got how-tos. We got demonstrations. People going to come on here and show you some stuff. Some of it is cannabis-related. Some of it is not, but it's all very interesting. I'm going to guarantee you that. So, yeah, that's coming up. And then, um, of course, the Quarters and Apes podcast, and I got some updates coming up. Some new songs added to the Quarters and Eights playlist. So um, also make sure you check me out on the Elevation Station. Um, holla at me, send me a DM. I'll shoot you a link for it. And we can have a Zoom sesh together. We can smoke together and exchange some ideas. Yes, absolutely. And I will put all the links to all of those places in the show notes. Definitely go check them out. Um, the quarter and eighth podcast and the playlist. Um, so yes, definitely go follow Jelly. Go talk to her. Don't be a fucking creep. Um, but definitely go follow her, interact with her because as you can see, she is an amazing person and she loves the people. Um, yes. So, um, comment, rate, and subscribe, please. Bluntly Black Girls on Instagram. And at Bluntly BLK Girls on Twitter. Um, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of the episode. Let us know, you know, who your favorite prince, princess, and villains are. Um, just talk to us. Come build community with us, people. We want to hear from you. Um, until next time. Yes. You ready to get out of here, Jelly? Not really, but I feel I like I should more box breaks <laughs> right just a couple like just do like three more tonight and then i think you're done i think you're done you've done enough <laughs> all right yeah but it's been so real sis thanks for having me and can't wait to come back and can't wait to hear the rest of your episode i know i'm so excited i'm so excited i can't wait to have you back too because yes this has gone so much better than i could have ever imagined so i know right yes <laughs> Until next time, Seth, stay high, y'all.